Hello folks, this is Six. I'm doing the editing, and I just wanted to let y'all know. Uh, the podcast you're about to hear was recorded uh, after the end of the Guilty Gear Strive beta, but before the announcement that they intended to delay the release of the game to fix issues with the lobby and some other, uh, some other troubles they had. Um, as a consequence, this podcast is fairly harsh on the lobbies because we didn't know at that time that they were planning to fix them. Uh, it's great news. I think Miyadrog and I are both happy to hear that and looking forward to the game. Please enjoy the podcast. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Neutral Game, your newbie-friendly fighting game podcast. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. And I'm Mildrug, aka Real Soviet Bear. We have been uh, poking away at that, well, not anymore, it's been a couple of days, it's been a little bit, but we were we were spending some time with that uh, Guilty Gear Strive beta that uh, that was taking the world by storm at first because people couldn't play it, and then and then they figured it out, but you know. No, no, no. First, first the people who paid early could play it, and then the people who didn't pay early couldn't. Um, oh, so it's a conspiracy. It's obviously like you know, big arc system works. You know, all it's all all planned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also why they made the lobbies crap. Um, but we got a fair bit of time in with that. Um, the the latest, some might say greatest, iteration of Guilty Gear. We'll have that conversation. Um, but actually, it strikes me, this is the first time we've talked about Guilty Gear on this show. Oh, yeah, we, we have, uh, we decided to, you know, not endanger this friendship, so we never actually talked about Guilty Gear. My, I've gone through a lot of, a lot of positions on Guilty Gear over the years, um... I know I, I first played Accent Core on the PSP and was like, okay. I mean it's a fighting game on my PSP. How good can this be really? Um and then, you know, Exert came out and I played some Exert and like this is pretty, but I don't like playing anyone. Um and that remained true for a long time. I eventually got to a point where there were a couple of characters I th- I had an okay time with, but ultimately the way it felt was that I thought it was a cool game where no one clicked with me. Yeah, I um I started off in uh, two thousand and two with Guilty Gear X on PC, um then typed and I played Guilty Gear X X the Midnight Carnival and then I played Axe and Core and I played Asuka which I don't recommend unless you want a cool soundtrack. I played X um so so at some point I don't know if people are aware of this history. At some point. Through some weird licensing issue with Sega and Sammy merging, because Sammy was the publisher of uh, Guilty Gear before, and then like the weird merger just ended up with you know taking the rights from Arc System Works. So for the longest time, it was like, oh, we're not getting any new Guilty Gears ever again. So here's Blaze Blue, play Blaze Blue. You're never getting a Guilty Gear again. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll play Blaze Blue. So that's why I actually like. Went heavily into Blaze Blue because I was like, yeah, we're never getting a Guilty Gear again. And then they got the rights back uh, and eventually released uh, Exert. So, you know, now, now nobody's getting Blaze Blue, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it does seem like it tends to be one or the other as their focus at any given time. Um, I don't know, maybe Blaze Blue will come back some point. I hope so. I like Blaze Blue. Same. But, um, but yeah, right now we got we got this we got this Guilty Gear. Um, and Strive is an interesting game that, so I personally feel that 
Exert mechanically was too loyal to the rest of the series. I'm sure you would disagree with that. Uh, but well, it's not a disagreement. So, um, depending on which entry you look at, if you look at Accent Core, um, then it's a simplified version of Accent Core. But the thing was that I think the last Guilty Gear that uh, Daisuke was uh, Daisuke Shiwatari, the creative director, creator, and musician, like the one he was hands on on, was Reload. So when they did Exert. Mm-hmm their base gameplay for the systems and the balancing and everything was reload. So if you compare, you know, usually now when people talk about XX, they only talk about Accent Core. If you compare it to the, mm-hmm. the reload iteration, which is uh, the second one, uh, it's pretty loyal to the rest of Guilty Gear. But if you compare it to, you know, um, Accent Core, it's just missing a ton of stuff, not even, like, if you just ignore the characters, it's just missing a ton of systems and, um, you know, just design philosophy. I mean, I guess my, my problem was a lot of, like, stuff that feels like, I mean, I would call it legacy shaft that builds up in these series. Like, I mean, I feel like the classic example is, like, I think it's, like, the stand forward punch on on uh, Soul, which, like, you know, dodges projectiles and doesn't have any visual indication that it does that, just because at one point in Guilty Gear's history that was a balance change they made. That kind of stuff that's, like, been grandfathered in, and I don't think the visual language... Or the mechanical senses there. It's oh. just part of the toolkit. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it still, it still has kind of that problem. Like, like one of the mechanical heritages that, like, dust is an overhead attack, and a lot of the dust attacks do not feel like they're overheads. Like, in animation-wise, the only way you should know is just, oh, it's the dust attack. Of course it's overhead. Um, so it does, it does have that problem still. Um, yeah, not totally free of it, but I do think they've gotten rid of, of some of that stuff. Yep. But... Uh, yeah, Strive is, is, a like, seems like it's, so it's set a little bit forward in time. Some of the characters have grown up. I would say particularly May is the most noticeable, like, oh, May is older now. Um, so they've done some character redesigns. They're once again using Guilty Gear as their way of pushing forward fighting game graphics. It looks incredible. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to make a game that, I mean... You tell me if you disagree with this. I feel like Arxis, for a little while now, has been aiming to... Has seen Street Fighter V and smelled blood. <clears throat> and is trying to get at the Street Fighter audience. Well, what is a Street Fighter audience? Like, people who... I, to me, that's like people who like Street Fighter. I mean, I think the Street... There's, I mean, there's certainly that audience. But I think there's also an audience of people who want a well-made, neutral-heavy, slower-paced fighting game without as many complex elements, without a bunch of extra meters on screen, without a bunch of that stuff. I I think for the longest time they've been trying to figure out how do we do Guilty Gear with less complexity. I don't think they want to do mm-hmm. no complexity, obviously. Um, no, of course not. Uh, and the problem is that Guilty Gear is like so complex that no matter how much you shave off, it still feels complex. So, you know, like, like they... they, they They've toned down the amount of like variables and things and systems you need to keep into account and strive, at least based on the beta, and it's still a lot to keep track of for you know compared to a regular fighting game. Uh, yeah, there's still what three types of Roman cancels, four types. Oh God, no! I think Roman cancels are even more complicated now than they were before. It's ridiculous. But um, that said, um, um, yeah, I I I kind of agree with that. I think they want to be the mainstream game because they've been for a long time relegated to, you know, anime fighter. Uh, 
Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, the mainstream fighting games are what? Like, not counting Mortal Kombat, um, which I don't think Japanese devs really compare themselves to. Uh, you have, like, Street right. Fighter and Tekken, right? So, mm -hmm. so if you look Street Fighter and Tekken, you'd probably go with, we need a lot of players so people, you know, can feel engaged. We need something that looks good, uh, like, has good character designs, and we need something that's easy to pick up and play. Because those are, like... And to watch as well. And to watch, yes. Something that looks uh, watchable. Um, because, you know, a lot of people would watch Guilty Gear and be like, I have no clue what's going on because there's bars and shit happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to that end, we're looking at a, a pretty revised combat system. We're still doing five buttons. Um, you know, punch, kick, slash, heavy, slash, and dust which I do think is still a pretty weird button setup, but it's that's just Guilty Gear. That's just how they do things. Um, but a lot of a lot of simplified like super inputs and stuff, um, and and some move inputs. They shave down some character move lists. Uh, they've made, they've really de-emphasized like the wake up game and Oki. Uh, they have some new mechanics. Um, about around like wall break in the corner to sort of make it so that you don't stay in the corner for an entire game. Um, and also they have the basically life bars seem a lot smaller. You die much faster in this game. Yeah, I, I think a lot of the combat changes were very deliberate, even if I don't like them. Uh, for example, they changed the uh, uh, throw input and the gatling input. So like for back in back in the olden days, what your um, throw input would be forward or back heavy slash when you're next to the opponent, uh, which meant that if your throw whiffed, um, uh, you know, you would have your uh, heavy slash come out as, as a sort of option select. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of the Gatling changes, like before it used to be you can cancel punch into kick, into slash, into heavy slash, into dust, and now, like, punch only can cancels into itself in command normals, kick only cancels into dust, and then slash cancels into heavy slash. It has kind of like, like this weird relation where you can't really, you know, poke somebody and then hit confirm into a combo, like, based on their opening. So a lot of the, mm -hmm. um, a, a lot of the changes feel like they went, like, okay, we don't want, you know, option selects, we don't want, like, poke into big combos and things like that. Like like more of focus on neutral. For me, game. those are good things. I think for those me, are those are good things. I agree. I agree. I think like option select is just you know like you don't want that in the game and an XR is part of the tutorial. Like you play the tutorial and it goes like, oh, here's how you do option selects. And I'm like, what? Yeah, no. It it's you should have to make decisions and be punished for being wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that that's, was, that's that's video games. It also makes uh, defense uh, much easier to. Uh, actually do, because before it used to be you have like faultless defense, which is this input where you press two buttons and um, uh, you spend you you slowly spend your meter to prevent chip damage, and that's still in, but how it used to be is mm -hmm. if you were in the air uh, if you wanted to block something in the air you needed to use uh, faultless defense to block it, but now you don't um, mm -hmm. now you can just block in the air and you get it, so a lot of very deliberate changes, uh, much stronger focus on neutral, uh, and like chunkier combos. Um, it, 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 you know, it, it feels like Guilty Gear, but it feels much different at the same time. But I can at least respect that it all seems like they're cohesive changes. You know, there's nothing like, 
oh, by the way, we add danger time. Like, why? To make it exciting. Like, no, that makes no sense. Please just remove it. Um, so, no, everything seems like kind of falls into place. Mm-hmm. And they also got rid of some, like, a lot of things in fighting games. Like, I think that throw whiff, like, ch- changing the option select of, of forward, and heavy, uh, forward and heavy slash into the the um, forward and dust with a whiff animation is kind of representative of that larger philosophy of getting rid of some things that, like, we're used to as fighting game players, but that are kind of weird if you look at them on the face. Like, there's, you know, the, the getting rid of the oki as, as a main part of the game. And also, they got rid of chicken blocking. Um, if you try and jump and block, you can't block for a couple, for like a a couple of frames after you jump. And so they like intentionally stop you from jumping to avoid a 50, 50. And also they, uh, make it so that the air dash is like kind of weird. It's kind of like a little bit delayed to stop instant overheads. Um, to stop most of them, you can still do weird stuff like yeah. tiger knees and things like that. I've noticed, but yeah, sure. for, for most part, yeah, it, yeah, it works. I, I mean, they've also had a dash button that helps you do um, instant air dashes uh, easier. Well, it helps you do instant air dashes as far as like it helps you get it like get it as soon as you can. But if you do it, it's still slower than like uh, instant air dash in Exert. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I also, I also think Oki is reduced but i feel like there's it's still there like it probably like not not as much as obviously as before but you know like like melia relies on oki and still she still has oki and you know there are some characters with very meaty attacks and you know projectiles that's true there are some characters that still that still focus on that but it's not like i mean you know we I think there was a degree to which it could turn into with some fighting games, and I I would say Exert is one of them for some characters. It could turn into vortex situations, right? Oh, Where, definitely. Like, the whole game plan was knockdowns, and then standing up was just a nightmare. Um, and I don't think it's nearly that that punishing. Yeah, it, it's drive. Yeah, it didn't help that. Um, just like I, I think they they don't have more reversals, but because like Oki is less of a problem, you feel less powerless. Because before it would be you know. You know, you have Venom, who's, like, a really good character, and then it's just like, oh, well, he doesn't have mirrorless reversal. So, you know, if, if he gets down, you're kind of, you know, screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I guess talking talking more generally, like, compared to Exert, or, I mean, you can, you can compare it to whatever Guilty Gear you want. Whatever one I think you speaks to you as, like, what the core of Guilty Gear is. For me, it's Exert, because that's what I've played the most of. The direction of this, like, how does this feel to you? I, I think at first, after I got over the barrier of I need to be, I need to get used to, you know, not throwing with heavy slash and that my moves won't cancel into each other. I think it feels like Guilty Gear. Um, uh, I also think that uh, in a lot of cases where people go, oh, there's you know, not enough moves on the character. They have like I don't know, like like five or six moves or something like that. Uh, I, I think a lot of that was. A bit overblow like it feels like i didn't feel like anyone didn't have the tools they needed maybe one character i played i was like maybe you need like one more thing or so but it feels like guilty gear it just feels higher stakes and higher punishment i think the only character where i felt that way was chip chip feels bad to me in strife like chip they took away his teleport which was kind of the character 
Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I think Chip, to me, feels like how I felt about May in uh, Excerpt, because they took away May's uh, DP spin um, mm. in Excerpt, where you do a DP and then she kind of like spins in the air and you can readjust where you're going. And I was like, oh, why did they remove this? This is a classic move. Um, so I, I can I can feel that at least like I can understand that because I when I play Chip and Exert or um, XX I always go you know like the, I don't even know what your game plan is without the teleport like in a lot of cases you're relying on it. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. I mean, also it was like if I feel like it's the iconic Chip ability and really fun to use and like after playing some Exert in in anticipation of the Strive beta. Um, I played a fair bit of chip in that in those sessions, and I went into Strive being like, okay, maybe I'll main chip, and learning that he didn't have the teleport, which was like the cornerstone of my game plan. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll never play this character again. Well, at least I removed Dizzy, so you know, chip is automatically like seventy percent more useful. There is that. Well, they removed Dizzy for now. They're still gonna have season passes and stuff. We're still gonna. <laughs> I, I don't feel like. They're... Well, no, not it. no, not not Dizzy as a character. I mean, Dizzy as a mechanic. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. Yes, they yeah. did do that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, is Dizzy a hard counter? I didn't know. No, that. <laughs> no, no. If if you if you counter hit uh, Chip with a lot of attacks, um, he's just dead. <laughs> I mean, that still happens. You can one touch Chip in this game. Well, with Potem, with Potemkin, you can one-touch Chip, but I feel like most things Potemkin can I mean, one-touch or two-touch. I, I am not the world's greatest May. I got some two-touches on Chip. Uh, that boy fragile. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, May, May is like a mini Potemkin. That's true. She does hit like a truck. Uh, um. So, I'm yeah, did you, did you play... Uh, Temkin in this? Was that, your, was that your boy? So, okay, so, so here's my thing. And um, when I started playing Guilty Gear, I played Venom. And then uh, I played on keyboard. And then when I needed to transition to key from keyboard to gamepad because everybody was playing Axe and Core, um, I was like, well, I can't do a charge character on the gamepad because I don't know how to hold a gamepad. Um, mm. So I played the Robokai. So Robokai was my boy for the longest time. Then Exert came. And I played Venom and primarily Potemkin. But then, um, near the end of Exorcist Life's well, life, quote unquote, um, I switched to Batman and I realized, oh shit, I didn't actually learn to move around in the game because I was playing too much Potemkin. So I told myself I wouldn't main Potemkin and Strive because I want to learn how to move in the game. I don't want to just, like, play a grappler. Um, mm-hmm. that said, I did play him a bit, uh, to just, like, like, see how he feels and also because the lobby connections kept dropping on me and I kept getting annoyed. Um, mm-hmm. So I played him, I played Giovanna, and I played uh, Nagoroyuki a lot. Those were kind of the three I kept rotating. So I had several friends who played Giovanna. I poked at her a little bit myself. She just seemed kind of boring. I mean, she's got good style, but like... I don't know. Um, S- sell me sell me on Gio. I just didn't, I just didn't see the... The appeal. So to, to me, Geo is a lot of um, uh, making the opponent guess, uh, which I like doing. So you're basically making them guess the high-low mix-up, and you're making them guess the um, cross-up. And that's something I really enjoy doing, aside from doing parries. Uh, so that resonated with me, and a lot of her moves have really 
well, a lot. She doesn't have a lot of moves. Her moves have really decent spacing uh, options. Mm. So, uh, for example, her down back kick, the one where she like kind of does the roundhouse with the wolf as a trail, um, mm-hmm. that's like a very good spacing tool because if you do it as far as possible from the opponent, uh, you're not really punishable, and it's easy to combo into that uh, uh, into that move, kind of like as a you know semi easy juggle. And then when you have her air attack, which is her basically flipping, a, like, uh, doing, like, a somersault and then spreading her legs. Mm-hmm. That that one's really, like, fun to do because if you do it from the ground, um, like, at, like, a, re- like a normal distance, you hit opponent from the back. But if you do it point blank, you hit them, you cross them up. But if you do it in the air, you can kind of, like, dash in the air to bait out an anti-air and then do that, and that'll, like, give you an extra little hop to let you avoid the uh, anti-air, and then you land on the opponent and smack them. Um, so she has a lot of very good spacing and neutral options. And I think once she gets you in the corner, uh, she can get really relentless with the guessing uh, game. And, you know, this game is much harder to confirm combos in, I've found, than uh, previous Guilty Gears. They're much tighter. But I've managed to get at least like some simple confirmations, and even though the damage isn't that great, um, it's still kind of like I feel like it could it will get really good once you learn to reliably do them. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't have much trouble comboing with May, but hers are hers are pretty just like you know like whack him with the anchor into dolphin to whack him with the anchor again, um, and then half their life is gone. <laughs> yeah, Giovanna doesn't do much damage, and she has this thing where if her meter is full, she does ten percent more damage on everything, uh, as long as the meter right. is full or the tension mm-hmm. meter, not a special meter. Um. She still doesn't feel like she does enough damage, but there are, like, a few tricks you can do with her. Uh, like, she has her one, her one super is a pretty good reversal. Her air super is almost instant. Uh, you can cancel into it uh, very easily. She has, like, a command tatsu as well. So I think, like, she's more effort. She kind of reminds me of Tsubaki, uh, like, early Tsubaki oh, sure. in Blazeblue, where it's like, yeah, this is a lot of effort to get some damage, but when you do get damage in, it's pretty satisfying. So here's a thing that surprised me. Um, I was poking at almost everyone because there was no reason not to, right? Just to see how they were. And for the first time ever, I really enjoyed Kai. And I'm trying to figure out what they did to Kai to make him fun when I've never had fun with Kai before. They let him keep all his toys. <laughs> That's basically what they did. Does he still have a command grab? Did they remove that or not? I didn't check. I... I think they removed the command grab, okay, but like I don't know. It could also just be that they added like just the effects on like his fireball and like in in um double X and in in Xert, It was always so dinky, and mm. it feels it feels significant now. And like I like the dragon install, and I don't know. He just just all of his moves feel good in a way they didn't before. Um, I don't think I'll main him, but he'll be a character I consistently mess with because he's just. He's just fun now. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm so tired of seeing Kai. I'm so tired from <laughs> just from this one beta. I'm so tired of seeing Kai. It's just like, why can't you do everything? Because everybody feels like they have this specific blind spot where mm-hmm. they're like really bad at something, and then Kai is kind of above average at everything. So you're kind of like, oh god, why? Why are you so good? Why do you always have options? You shitty king. <laughs> 
that said, like, that said, the upside on this game is that everybody looks so fucking pretty that, like, even the people you hate, you'll just go, like, man, you're gorgeous, but you're a piece of shit, but I love how you look. Yeah, the, the first game I played with uh, Nagori Yuki, I saw Nagori Yuki in his intro, and I was like, god damn, that's a hot man! Yeah, yeah, Nagori Yuki is really <laughs> damn good. Um, I actually, he, he's the first one I tried in the beta, and I got my ass completely whooped, and I was like, oh, I guess Nagoriyuki is crap. So then I played Giovanna for a while, and then I came back, and I'm like, oh, look, the character with unorthodox movement is much easier to learn once you understand basic movement in the game, who would have thought. So then I understood mm-hmm. how to play him much better. Yeah, he's so he's the only character so far that has a unique mechanic. Like, Gage, I mean. Eddie? Is there? Oh, of course, of course, Eddie. I forgot. Of course, I didn't play Eddie because, <laughs> because, yeah. um, but I yeah, I guess him and him and Eddie. But um, it was interesting because I was trying to sell a friend on this, being like, "Hey, you should try it," and they were like, "Oh, those Arxis games always have too many meters," and I'm like, "Well, not this one doesn't." I'm like, "Well, there are a couple characters, but uh, Nagoriyukis are pretty easy to understand." Yeah, just don't get it full. <laughs> Um, or or do get it full and then just cash out with the big super, the home run swing. <laughs> oh god. Um, no, I. Uh, he's very interesting. His uh, meter reminds me of Robokai's overheat meter, actually, of all things. Mm. Because uh, in XX, Robokai has this meter where if you keep doing too many uh, high meter moves, uh, your overheat will just uh, max out and you'll explode. Uh, except here you don't explode, you enter a blood rage and your health just vanishes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. it's it's this thing where I really like it as like a representation of of how he works, right? Because he's a vampire and like it, when you use normals, it's fine. But when you use a bunch of specials, when you're basically drawing upon vampire magic, which consumes blood, it makes you more thirsty for blood. I, I just think that like it's it's simple and elegant in a way that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I do like that um, you can cancel specials into special Hakuman style. Um, I At first, I thought, man, it's just impossible to get near anyone in this game uh, as Nagori Yuki. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I kind of realized, um, oh, actually, like, he... If you can get within, like, poking range, you can actually just cancel a few specials and just be immediately in the opponent's face. So he's kind of slow but then he gets like a burst of ground he covers very quickly well and also he's got like his this is like his like six his six s is like a long range poke reka yeah it's he seems like he definitely has weaknesses but he seems both really cool and pretty good yeah he seems like he's pretty good i've seen some uh um famous youtuber people make thumbnails of Nagoriyuki, the worst character in Strive, question mark, question mark, question mark, but no, I think he's pretty good. Um, it's just he needs to get into your face and there's some resource management involved. But mm-hmm. I do like that, you know, with, with Robokai, if your meter is like, so here's a balancing act that they kind of kept. In, 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 in Robokai's meter, the higher the meter is, the more damage your normals do. But uh, with Nagoriyuki, um, they kind of kept that as, well, if you get full meter, full blood meter, uh, what will happen is you'll enter the state where you have a unique super and you do more damage. Uh, so, and, and also like the actual animation of entering blood rage, if you time it right, 
you can kind of push back the opponent because it actually does this like like burst. Uh, mm. I, I don't think of damage, but a burst of knockback. Um, sure. So I think in um, in, in that regard, it's kind of like like yeah, you can. This is a drawback, but you can use it to your advantage. Yeah, really, really interesting mechanics with him. I'm 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 really fascinated by that that design. I think it's a really fun way because I think you're right. He does feel like Hakuman ish. But he has his own spin on it, and also, like, listen, I hate to slay, say it, but if you're having this guy as your stand-in instead of uh, Slayer, he's cooler than Slayer. Oh, yeah, they definitely uh, did a good job of making characters feel, you know, cool. Um, and mm-hmm. I think the, the updated visual designs in general are all very, very good. Uh, I was actually, yeah. like, like, like kind of related or not, but uh, I was watching um, the video on Overwatch 2, um, that mm-hmm. was released some time ago, and they showed the updated designs of characters. And, you know, comparing how they updated characters from that, from Overwatch 1 to 2, and comparing how characters were updated from, um, you know, like, like Exarch to Strive, like, Arc Systemers just has a, I think, a much better understanding of generally, like, character visuals and, like, character design. Because a lot of characters they look, they look they different, give... but they look the same. Yeah. They didn't just give Chip a bulletproof vest. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like they didn't like go like, oh, like what you know, how many new belts the soul need or something like that. I, I think my yeah. favorite redesign it wasn't the beta, but the trailer was released of Igno, and I think you know I was wondering how they would update her design because her XR and XX design are pretty identical. Uh, but I feel like her new design is pretty much like, yeah, that's that's definitely you know, even though. She's wearing more clothes and has a bigger hat. I mean, she's going for, like, MILF librarian now. Yeah. No, it's, it's, <laughs> the, the character design in this game, I have... The character designs and the music so far, I have not heard or seen anything I didn't like. Even, like, in mm-hmm. Exerd, there were some designs like, you know, Axel. I hate how Axel looked in Exerd. And um, a lot of the songs I, you know, didn't really care for. And this one so far, everything's just a banger. It's It's amazing. Yeah, that said, you should remove Axel from the game. Oh my god, like, oh, I I don't know what's gonna be worse to fight for people. Is it gonna be Axel or Potemkin? Because both of them seem like a nightmare. Like, they just seem like the fun police. Yeah, playing playing against Axel as May, it was just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> I Every match I've had where I was playing Nagariyuki versus Axel, I was just like, as soon as I get to you, and if I don't wall break, you're fucking dead. Because <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you, you pl- if you play this entire match, you try to get into somebody's face, and then you wall break, and you go into neutral, and then you just sigh, and it's like, well, time to try and like air dash block into Axel again. Yep. <sighs> uh, that, that said, Potemkin does absurd damage. I have like he does more damage than I feel Potemkin ever should have. But um, <laughs> it also makes sense because everybody does a ton of damage, so of course Potemkin should do even more damage. Because mm-hmm. I think Milia and Chip, they need, need like two command grabs to die. It's like ridiculous. They don't even need a super command grab, they just need a regular command grab to die. Yeah, it does seem a little excessive. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it shakes out in the main game. But these rounds can go really fast sometimes. 
Yeah, I have not timed out or gotten close to timeout once so far. No, no, not at all. Even even against fucking axles. <laughs> do you do you feel though like you know like Blaze Blue Tag uh, has very fast matches as well? So they made uh, somebody asked me this. And I think it's a good question. Um, Blaze Blue Tag had fast matches and it's best of three on tournaments instead of best of mm-hmm. two matches. And Tekken has three rounds by default. Do you think for Strive, people are going to stay with, like, best of three and two rounds? I think they will because of momentum, right? That sort of thing I find is often hard to change, right, mm-hmm. within a, like within a community. But I do think if people were to make the switch to three out of five, it would be better for the game. Yeah, because it feels like if you get... Like, if you get, like, momentum in a match, you can just steamroll a person, at least for that round. Mm-hmm. Which I also think is why the wall break is almost kind of there, because it just kind of kills momentum. You know, you do get more tension recovery, but now you're back to neutral, and the pressure's gone. Because yeah, absolutely. It, it's, it, 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 if, that, if that didn't happen, then the matches would be even faster. Right, it's a mechanic to make it so that you can't just, like, get someone in the corner once and the round is over. Yeah. Even though yeah. you still can do that if you just, lay, if you just like, hold up and, and pace yourself. But it's it's trickier to do so, and in doing so, you probably give them opportunities to get out. So I think it's okay. Yeah, I think um, the Roman cancels, the new ones, and the um, wall breaks are going to be the thing that take the longest time for people to figure out how to actually play around. I am not I'm not too worried about combos. It seems like people will figure out combos fairly easily. But mm-hmm. when and how to deny wall break and uh, how to actually use the new Roman cancels that's going to be the long-term depth of the game because um you know Roman cancels are pretty similar to how they used to be, but they're still, you know, they replaced the dead angle, which is, you know, reverse on block. Um, mm-hmm. they now have the time slowdown property that's more prominent than the X-Earth, and uh, there's also like the forward momentum, which I haven't really messed around with, where if you do a uh, Roman cancel, your character kind of dashes forward. Yeah, I saw someone use a Roman cancel to do a combo that like one without Roman canceling wouldn't have been possible, but also they did a combo from the corner that they turned into a cross like they switched sides with the with the movement on the Roman cancel. Yeah. So so I think that that's where where the like big brain long-term life of the game is going to come. Like because people were worried up your strive is going to be solved easily because you know Guilty Gear XX and XR, they they have so much complexity and there's so many things you can do in any given moment um, Mm -hmm. that there's still like a lot of depth to it. I think with this one, what's probably going to happen is people are going to spend the most time with Wall Break and Roman Cancel, and then as new characters are added, that's kind of going to kind of change the equation. So like, kind of gives them a buffer time to make the game with like even more complex. Yeah. I, I guess my big worry is that Roman cancels could be the point where they lo- lose that audience that's looking for a more simple game because like even now I like you know I I didn't play as much as you but I played a decent amount and I understand the concept of Roman cancels but with like the three or four different types when I see them I don't know what the fuck is going on I think uh, so how what I tell people all the time with Roman cancels is if you don't know how to use them use them for two things use them to cancel projectile startup 
so you can shoot a projectile but not have the recovery from it, mm-hmm. and use it to make moves safe. If you hit something and it's blocked and you know it's or you know it's going to be punished, uh, make the move safe. And uh, worrying about combos should be your last thing. Just do those two until it's muscle memory, and then when it's muscle memory, then you're probably comfortable learning it to combo. Okay. All right. Well, I'll 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 try and incorporate that advice. As is, I mostly just use my meter for uh, <laughs> chip supers as may to just throw out a big whale. <laughs> I, I mean, the supers in this are really good because um, um, in um, in uh, accent core, the issue was that the supers were really bad, and a lot of people mm-hmm. would just use force break moves, which were the ex moves, and then in Xer, the they try to make up for that by having Hellfire, which is when your health is low, your or your opponent's health is low, I can't remember now, like your super actually does more damage and has better properties. Um, so they did stuff to make them more usable, but in this one, this is the first time in a while where I felt, oh, you know, the supers are actually good, like in general, they don't feel like they need something to rely on. Mm-hmm. So the one, I feel like we've been fairly positive on the game. Um, but one of the big downsides of Strive so far has been the lobby system. I'll, I'll be honest, I don't even know what to say anymore about the lobbies. I've been talking about the lobbies for the past few weeks and how much I hate them, and I think everyone has talked about how much they hate them. So at this point, I, I, I think like even just saying that they're unapologetically bad is almost enough. But let's... let's I like, let's, I like let's... the aesthetics. Like, just okay. if I just look at them, they look kind of cool. Okay, here is my this is a good thing part of the lobby takeaway. I really like the floor system. I think the floor system and it's not an execution. I don't think it's great because you can be exploited, which I accidentally did with a friend. But in general, the idea of you have access to these floors because the game considers you this good. Okay, like this is the minimum or height you have to be at. So you can't, um, you know, you can't uh, curb stop people below you and uh, if you want, you can fight stronger players above you. And then, you know, the more you lose or you go up, like, it puts you, like, higher or lower. And it feels less insulting than uh, ranking up or down in ranked mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in ranked mode, it's kind of like, oh, you used to be, you know, an, an S-tier player. Well, now you're an A+. Fuck you. And you, you feel bad about it. You feel when you get demoted because it's such a negative thing. But in this one, it says... Okay, well, we think you should go back to this floor. You can continue on this floor. You can continue fighting here where people are stronger, but you know you now have access to the weaker floor if you want to. I feel like that's less of a sting. Yeah, and I, I mean, I still did. I still did like fuck you unlocking fifth floor for me. I'm a sixth floor motherfucker. Get out of here. <laughs> but yeah. um, but like then I just stayed on the sixth floor and I fought a few more fights and I and it was like okay, you can no longer go to the fifth floor. I was like okay, like. Yeah, you're, you're, there's always going to be an element of pride involved. You can't help that, and given that, I think it's a pretty good solution. The rest of it, yeah, uh, everyone has said it. Uh, these lobbies suck. This is like I don't, you you play Blaze Blue since Calamity Trigger, right? Yeah, totally. You, you saw like the first iteration they had of the arcade lobbies when they where they had those little like to the like paper cutout characters and when they turn around left and right they'll basically like Wolfenstein enemies they just flip left and right. Mm-hmm. That was better than this. That was like infinitely better than this. This is like the worst iteration of it. The way where when you ready up it just teleports you to a spot on the map that it decides is good 
is infuriating. Well, it's because in the previous beta, it didn't have that. It didn't have, like, the invisible slots, so you couldn't even challenge because everybody would congregate with their, like, 20 or something characters in one spot. Um, and it feels like the lobby has more latency you know, than the actual game. because I Oh, was, it absolutely does. It, I was in voice chat with people, and I'd be like, okay, I'm ready up. And they're like, no, you're still on the upper floor, because they would see my side stream. And they could see, uh-huh. you know, I'm still on the upper floor even though I move my character down a floor. And it would take sometimes up to 10 seconds for that to update. Yeah, um, I had lots of instances where I would finish a fight and I would load back in and my character would just be there like doing like the sword pose with their life bar empty for like 30 seconds. Yeah, and there's just, no like, it's, there's no rematch either. And no, like I feel... The way Tekken does it, where you're a lot... I think it also Street Fighter does it, like, where in ranked mode, it's best of, like, three, but the opponent doesn't have to accept a rematch. You don't have to have both people accept a rematch, but the max you can do is best two out of three, and then it has to, like, uh, requeue you. I feel like that here was mandatory. Like, they, they should not have done... Uh, because the tower is the ranked. You have the parks, which are the casual lobbies, but the mm-hmm. tower... That's that's ranked. I I want a rematch. It's kind of bullshit if you lose to somebody and you know you can take them the next round and then you know nope bye like the game doesn't let you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a disaster. Um, obviously the final release will have have private lobbies and private rooms. Um, that will be how I mostly play the game, but it's bad. I hope you can spectate. And I hope there's a rematch button because in those two oh things. Oh God! I'm what missing. if you can't spectate? Oh God! I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> if you can't spectate, that's gonna be the worst streaming experience for me because it's not even gonna be the worst streaming experience. It's gonna be just the worst experience when you're in a group of like five or six people in the call, and it's just like, okay, what are we doing? Well, we're waiting for those two to finish. Okay. I uh, like that I was able to ready up with a metal bat instead of a sword. Yeah, cool. I, I also use the uh, aluminum bath. It's pretty good. Yeah, lobbies are bad. They should scrap them, but I don't think they will until at least yeah. year one is over. Yeah. I so, honestly feel... Sorry, sorry, but say I honestly okay. feel this is going to be the danger time of Strive. You know, when they kept asking them, please remove danger time from Exeter, please remove danger time... They're like, no, trust us, Danger Time is good. It's like, no, it's not. It's really bad. You should really remove it. And they're like, nope, it's it's good. Because you you can't, it's very hard to say, you know, for your game, like, yep, you're all right, this feature is garbage, we agree with you, so we're going to remove it. It's very hard to say, like, yeah, we did shit, uh, a shit job. And I think the lobbies are going to be the same. I think either the lobbies are going to change after year one to something else, and more, like, digestible, uh, or they're going to fix them. Or we're just going to have to deal with them until, you know, Strive Second or whatever comes out, like the sequel to this. Yeah, you're you're probably right. There are, there are definitely certain choices where, like, pride gets in the way and it becomes hard to change it. You feel like you have to stick to your guns, even if your guns are fucking squirt guns. And then to be fair, uh, lobby infrastructure, like, like, I would even say, like, like, because the infrastructure to make this is so complicated and the front end of it is so complicated to make like yeah i don't expect them to scrap it but also i almost want to say like hey what if you just you know took the grand blue or dragon ball fighters one and just put in guilty gear malls and literally that's it 
just 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 copy paste. Even though it's not copy pasting, but just just please just take that. Mm-hmm. So there's uh like a, it's a series with a, a storied history, storied roster of characters, and obviously they're going to be doing season passes. Everyone does these days. Um, I really want. What'd you say? Five new characters for year one. It's confirmed. Okay, great. Um, I want Elfelt. Give me Elfelt. Yeah. Um, I I I put here in my notes something, and I think it says you make me sick because I, I want to see Elfelt. Elfelt's a, Elfelt is the second to last character I want to see in this game. <laughs> Why do you not like Elfelt? Oh my god! Like, ah, oh, oh, it's just like I have. Like, obviously, she's not gonna play the same as an Exord, but holy shit, playing against her is such a chore. I, Elfelt is my favorite character to play in Exert. I love, there's not a lot about Elfelt I don't love. The one thing I do hate is her inputs, and they would change that. I mean, Make Elfelt playable by human hands, and I will be incredibly happy. My my reaction to, um, like, if we didn't have all the nerfed iterations of New, new 13 and Blaze Blue. And like they made a new Blaze Blue, and they're like, okay, first character announced, new three, new thirteen, like the calamity trigger version. I would just die inside. Like that's how I feel about Elfold. I'm just like so tired of her. But you know, everybody has bullshit in this game, so it's it's not that big of a deal. She I, she whacks you with a bouquet and throws rose grenades. She's great. Did you did you play Exert on launch? Uh I don't think I did. So on launch, um. If she threw her strawberry grenade and you hit her, it would not disappear. <laughs> it was the, it was the most miserable fucking experience fighting her. It was <laughs> so miserable. And they changed that and it was slightly less miserable. But yeah. Uh, so I, there, sorry, I, there is there is no there is no pity and no remorse. I, I just want people who fight Elfelt to suffer. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I mean, you must know how you how I feel. You're you want Robokai. <laughs> I what past trauma do you have of Robokai? Uh I played some plus R against Robokai. That's my past trauma. Uh is great. I love him. He's his entire storyline in uh, Revelator is like the best. Robokai has always consistently had good story modes. I freaking love him. Uh, but yeah. Um, I won him. I played him. He's my boy. He's uh, he has more personality than Kai these days. So uh, I just want him back. I w- I need to know sex in the story mode. In 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 in, in Revelator Two, he said he made a promise to someone to make like what was it like uh, Tangerine Garden or something like that. And I'm like, I need to know who who did he make that promise to. I need to know. It sounds like he doesn't need to be a new character. They just need to feature him once in the story mode, and he'll just. We all, I, I, already had to, <laughs> I already had to deal with that. I cr- so, okay. Here's the other thing. I wanted Robokai so much for Exert, and the, you know when they said like, "Oh, who's the next DLC character?" Uh, they actually went on record saying like, "Yeah, we're doing Robokai next," and then, then they changed plans and decided to make a new game. That was so upset. I could have gotten fucking Robokai's DLC in Revelator. I would have been so fucking happy, and they're just like, nah, we're doing a new game. Sorry. Okay, well, I, I guess I guess I'll allow it. We can have Robokai as part of the first season pass. 
I hope so. I don't know if we're going to get him. I'm not holding my breath, but I really want to play as him again. Um, mm-hmm. And also, I would really appreciate to just have characters who were like in XX, but not in um, XR. I think we need to see more of them. So it's like you want to uh, get you want to get Cliff Underson. That one can stay dead. Um, he's, canon- <laughs> he's canonically dead. I don't think we have we have to bring him back. Um, actually, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind Order Soul. Order Soul's fun. Order Soul would be good. I was actually thinking about it. And it's like, you know, I don't really care for Order Soul, but actually, I would rather have Order Soul than Biken. I just don't want to see Biken anymore because I got. And this is a very petty reason. I just got sick of. People crying for Biken for so long in XR, uh, and going like, "I'm not gonna buy this game until Biken is there." And then Biken released, you know, how many years after XR initially launched, people were like, "Wow, she's so difficult to play." Wow, everybody's so good at this game. I guess I'm not gonna play XR. And like, you've been crying for this for years, but um, you know, I just I I want to see uh, answer as well. I want to see so characters who have not been in XR but are classic characters. And I want to see mm. characters who made a debut uh, at extra. So I want to see, like, Batman or, I guess, his sister, because he's dead now, maybe. Or Elfelt, who made a debut in Exert. I mean, if we have Ramlothal, there's no reason not to put an Elfelt. That's like, the real... I mean, they... I was so convinced. They 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 teed us up. They were like, we're going to have a big announcement in February. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a Valentine's Day announcement of Elfelt. It would have been perfect. Oh, no, um, they, um, they've been trolling with those character announcements. I had people fucking up in arms at the Axel character announcement, because Axel's character announcement started with a butterfly, and everybody was convinced it was Anji, um, and then it wasn't Anji, and people were rip shit, and then they announced Anji, and people were happy again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who, who, by the way, I'm glad he's in. So I, I, I yeah, want to see him. Yeah. I'm, I want to see Zappa as well. I, I basically want to see anyone who was not I, next to I would not be happy Zappa. to see Zappa's a bad design. I would love to see Zappa. Fuck it. Just go whole ham. Go like into chaos. Embrace it. Leave leave Zappa. He doesn't belong in modern games. <laughs> and no. similarly, I would say leave Bridget, mostly just because I don't... That's... They, they can update Bridget. I'm pretty they sure they can? can update Bridget. I, I don't want to see this studio try and do a trans character. I just don't want to see the, it. But they've done it in Blaze Blue. <laughs> Yeah, they did a really good job, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it not, not Mai is fine in the game. If you read any of her backstory, it's immediately yikes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But <laughs> look, I feel they should give it a shot because they've they've been pretty good with other representation in the game so far. I think they could probably nail this, especially with you know a more um, like I don't know an evolved Western branch because it is the you know, Western fans and Western branches that yell at them for rollback, so they're probably trying to be more savvy about all of this. Plus, Street Fighter has poison, so, you know, they need something to compete. Sure. I mean, if they did a good job with Bridget, that would be fantastic. I just... Yeah. I just... only have so much faith. I, I, I feel like Mori not writing the story helps a lot. Not, no offense to Mori, but I don't think... I don't think the storytelling in... Starting in Guilty Gear isn't great, but I feel the characters in Guilty Gear are at least more reasonable for most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I would like to see Testament as well. I would hate to fight against him, but I think Testament would be really great. Testament's a good. Testament's a cool character. I, I'm fine with with Testament. Yeah. 
don't know. Um, I just, yeah, I, you know, like, I, I, I know Venom. I love playing Venom, and I love playing against Venom. But like, if they don't include Venom, I'm gonna be like, well, you know, he was there next, or might as well put somebody else in. Yeah, because I mean, here's the here's the really fucked up thing: the characters I want are the characters everyone else doesn't want. The two characters I would be really happy to see are El Felt and Jacko, and everybody wants me to go to hell. <laughs> I would. I think Jacko would be a, like like hilarious character to have. And I'm just Jacko's sure. great. I'm just not sure how she would translate. Like, yeah, I, I think they would find a way to translate everybody, but I think for the core cast, they picked a good set of characters because story-wise or narratively, these are the core characters that we have in the base cast, like, realistically mm-hmm. speaking, because um, anyone that was in the original Guilty Gear plus Eno, they're essentially kind of the main cast. In my sure. opinion. Is Axel a time traveler? Kinda, yeah. I think at this point he learned how to time travel, but he started off with accidentally ending up in the future, and then accidentally ending up in different time periods, and then I think through Exert he learned how to control his powers, and now he's, I guess, mastered them. <sighs> Spending, spent, spreading the gospel of <laughs> the UK everywhere. I mean, he's now originally, he's. I think he's originally from 90s UK. Ugh. He's ve- he's very intent in letting you know he's British. I I only hate him because I fought against him. I think his design is like in looking at him, I'm like, look at this dweeb in an affectionate way, but then you fight him and you're like, God, I fucking hate this man. <laughs> he's very annoying. No, he's he's uh I'm I'm ca- He's he always makes like an appearance in Guilty Gear. Like he's always been part of the core cast, but he's not super popular among Japanese mm-hmm. players. I think it's mostly the West who plays them. And from what I understand, people in Japan only uh, play him to hard counter Potemkin. Hmm. But you know, now he hard counters everybody, so I guess like you could just play him all the time. There you go. Yeah. Well, I think that's all I've got on on the Strive beta. Um. I really enjoyed this, and that's the first time I... Like, I had a lot of fun with Exerd, but that's because I was playing with friends, pretty much. Like, at the end of it, I always felt kind of weird because nobody felt good to my hands. And I don't mean like it was painful, though sometimes Elfelt was slightly painful. <laughs> um, but it was just sort of like the, the, the physical experience of playing characters in Guilty Gear has never felt very satisfying to me, and finally in Strive it does. Wait until they add their first guest character now to Kurogane. I would be fucking hype for that. <laughs> oh, I would be so excited. I think they're gonna add that. My, my guess is they're adding a guest character, um, but that's just my gut feeling. <laughs> I feel like they'd add, a, they'd add a guest character from a different like not from one of theirs they do you know from somebody else's not from like blaze blue though so that i would be really high there's so many great blaze blue characters that would be really fun yeah to just add in the hakuman <laughs> but no um... <laughs> hakuman would fuck this cast up <laughs> hakuman would kill everyone <laughs> i don't even know where you would bind his parry button heavy slash uh, i guess just kick <laughs> yeah who needs a kick in this game <laughs> um but no um yeah, I'm, I'm what very if he had it? What, sorry, what if no, he had right. it instead of dust? What if he couldn't overhead? <laughs> I mean, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. 
but yeah, I'm no, I'm very excited about this. It's out uh, mid-April. Very excited getting it on PC. I know a lot of people in are very excited. I'm not too concerned about the the uh, comments about it's uh, you know it's simplified, it's casualized, it's it's I don't know what else. Um, I personally think it's still very complicated, and I think. Uh, for most people who say like, "Oh, it's simpler than XR," that's you're probably not gonna. I think most people aren't gonna get to a point where they solve this game on you know on mm-hmm. their side. I think, I I I mean, I do think it is simpler, but I think it's simpler mostly in ways that make the game better. So yeah. I'm I'm here for it, um, yeah. and it really can't be of like, you see videos, you think it looks pretty when it is when you are playing it yourself. It's gorgeous. It's such a pretty game. Yeah, and this was on PS4, so like on PC and PS5, it's gonna look. I mean, I was on PS5, but it was the PS4 version, so. Ah, but yeah, it's it's gonna look even better. Have you heard? There's some, there's some stuff going around that the like the fight stick support on PS5s fucked up. I I don't know. I I I don't really believe in PS5s. I don't really think they exist. I yeah. I had a really. I had a really bad mental health night where I made an incredibly bad choice and spent way too much on a PS5. <laughs> uh, let's just leave it at that. Uh, I regret my choices, though. There's some cool stuff on here. I play Gun to Battle Operation 2, and the PS5 version runs great. Yeah, um, I wish I had a PS5 so I wouldn't spend half of my life in loading screens on my base PS4. It is nice for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Uh, Miadrog, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on twitter.com slash mdkii. That's mdk Roman numerals 2. And you can find me on twitch.tv slash realsovietbear. Uh, known streamer of Guilty Gear Things. I'm sure we'll see some some of your streams when Strive comes out. Oh, I, well, we'll, I, see, we'll see your Strives before that, but you'll be streaming Strive, I assume, when Strive comes out. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm going to be playing that a lot. I'm going to be playing it at least once a week for a while. Nice, uh, and I'll I'll be on medical leave, so I might even be able to join. I would say nice, but I don't know if medical leaves are a thing. You say nice to you. I hey, you know, listen. If you're gonna take it anyway, you might as well enjoy it, right? Yeah. Um, if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at six detmar s i x d e t t m a r, and also my work is at scanlandmedia.com or Patreon.com/slash/scanlandmedia. I do a lot of podcasts. I think you would enjoy some of them, and. Uh, friends and folks, until next time, peace out. Bye.